0: thank you for joining us here at the lion's Guide collective and well what is lion's guy well lion's guide is a growth agency for leaders we help you lead yourself and lead others better so that you can show up confident in your ability to execute and lead if you're interested in learning more or to access any of our free resources that we've put together for you please go out there check out lionsguide.com we've got some cool ready sheets and other things our blog and so on and see what we're all about and if you're interested reach out And we'll see how we can help you. But now, here on The Collective, I'm joined by the Lion's Guide team to discuss topics to help you gain new insights and perspectives. So let's jump into it. I'm your host, Dale Walls, and I'm the founder of Lion's Guide. And with me, I've got Jay Teagues, who's our Performance Development Director, as well as Keith, the man, Flip Griffin, who is our Leadership Development Director. Fellas, welcome. What's good? What's been going on? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Hey, everybody. this week. Crushing the week, man. Ready to jump into it. So, it. Jay, you're you got your uh, army retired hat on. So that's yeah. Official. I just that's had right.
1: a big milestone last week. I retired. I walked the stage. I'm not officially out until uh, 28 February, but I walked the stage, had the ceremony, and uh, my wife gave this to me as a kind of a fun joke. It adds twenty years to me. But yeah, I am. Uh, I am wearing my retiree hat. So I'm. I'm, I'm excited about the next chapter. Had a great opportunity flip uh took the time to uh to, to come down and gave me this awesome I got a lot of army regalia but he gave me this really awesome uh, uh fixed wing I don't know what I, I know that you call them when you need them and they do some amazing things other than that I don't know much about them so it's an f-18
0: that's okay <laughs> it's amazing thank you I like how he put it above all the army stuff too Flip. Did you notice that like there's I'm just all the army stuff and then I, up I it know it where it there's... belongs I mean I know where it belongs so no, awesome,
1: awesome gift. And it was a <clears throat> fantastic week and way to cap out a, a big career. So I'm excited about what's coming up.
0: Yeah, man. No, it was awesome. It was great pictures. Sorry, I couldn't make it out there myself, man, juggling a full load here. But uh, it was great to see the pictures and glad Flip made it out and uh, showed up in style too, man. It, it was everyone like, yeah, man, it cleans guy? up
1: well. Yeah, man. Nice yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't get out much, so it's like- yeah, Did your wife like,
1: dress you? What's going on? No, no, oh my God, no. <laughs> if I want to look <laughs> dapper, you know, Lacey's got to give me a hand with that, because I- Yeah. No.
2: I, yeah, man. So Flip, what's good with you? Uh, nothing. All good, man. Just uh, trucking a lot of our content, working everyday leadership, and uh, got put in, out there in uh, kind of different formats, which has been really cool. And uh, milestone for me was I started my master's this week, so I was pretty excited, and- heads down in the books again for the next uh you know year and a half so uh but that's fine i'm, I'm excited about to, to get that done and and uh but uh, otherwise just grow grow lions Got i'm super excited as uh to what we have we uh for everybody that doesn't know we did a me jay and dale got together and we did a kind of a, an outlook for 2023 and just amazing things are, are going to be happening so uh i'm excited for it
0: buckle up man buckle up yeah it's been fun and you know we kicked off um The year in the last couple of weeks, we've had our sessions rolling. The sessions have been really powerful. Um, You know, we've got more folks coming in next week. Actually, once we wrap up here, I got to get on a call. Uh, Someone's ready to hop in with that as well. So I'm excited, man. It's, um, we're rolling and uh, it's in. It's a pleasure to serve, man. And I love like chopping it up with these various leaders and people that are looking to grow and um, especially in these, the weekly things and, you know, and I'll, I'll plug it a few times. That's what we're here for. Like, you know, Tuesdays and Wednesdays, uh, we have our performance and leadership development sessions respectively. So Alliance Guy members can hop into either one of those and come in and uh, check out what we've got going on. So uh, and I guess jumping into that, what are our topics this week? Uh, Jay, What what uh, what's your Tuesday session looking like? Well, we're gonna we're gonna get uh, extremely focused focal
1: points, and a lot of times, you know, as leaders, we we have a lot of projects going on simultaneously in our personal life and our professional life. So, you know, given that this is the beginning of the year, what I want what I want uh, my goal for this session is to help leaders get really critically clear on what they want to accomplish for the year and and for this quarter. And and let's let's enumerate and kind of rack and stack and prioritize you know what it is that we're working on, and that'll give us a level of clarity in what's important.
0: Yeah, it's big, right? Like as if we're not, and and the topic we'll get into today uh, about your article that you put together on a procrastination, like that's a part of it too, right? Like when you're sometimes I, I kind of tell people that procrastination, fear, and and I, I I call them as triggers. Like if you're procrastinating on something, it might be because you're not quite focused as you need to be. There might not be enough clarity on where you're trying to go or what you're working on or, you know, whatever. So it's, um, yeah, it's a big topic, especially at the you know beginning of the year. Like what are your focuses? What are you trying to get done? So yeah, absolutely. That's an awesome session. Flip. How about you? You got Wednesday session coming up.
2: We do. Yeah. And we're going to, uh, we're, we're second kind of, we're working into the second session for the high performance leadership. We're going to really define leadership and, and session is going to really dive deeper in what, what kind of leader you want to be. So it's it's a really an inflection piece, um, which I'm I'm excited about. We start talking about behaviors and leadership philosophy and so um, and, and how that relates in the high performance world. So excited about that piece.
0: Yeah man good. And then uh Friday we've got our first rally point where we're hopping on and we're going to dive into just a kind of a Q&A, you know, our, our sessions are structured. So we, we're kind of like we've got to end in mind, you know, whether it's our focal points or defining your leadership this week as an example. But um, want to get a little bit ad hoc, you know, and, and give the opportunity, like if there's specific leadership or performance or whatever challenges that you're up against, that uh, we're going to be out there. and We're going to be um, going live with that on Friday. So that's going to be um, 1230 Eastern eleven. 30 central that will be uh, out there. You can get online sky.com or register for that session and hop on there and, uh, and throw, 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 throw it at us. What do you got? What do you got? What are you up against? We'll see if we can uh, help you figure it out or uh, help get some clarity or, uh, you know, other insights or perspective on whatever you're up against. And that's the fun part, man. You know, that's what I love about the sessions like falling into those, those uh topics but um you know we'll, we'll kind of get a little ad hoc have a rally point circle up and take care of that this friday 12 30 eastern 11 central uh contact us if you're looking for it but otherwise go to lionsguide.com um and yeah and if any of that sounds good to you man to reach out um, but let's jump into the article that jay put together we dropped it this week about procrastination procrastination will get you killed Yeah, I'll kill you. So this is a uh, procrastination is something that I would assume
1: that we we probably all have 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 done in in our past or or maybe we still do it. Right. Or maybe, you know, someone that you work with or you have a team member, if you're a leadership position, maybe you have members of your team that procrastinate. That could be incredibly frustrating. So what I wanted what I wanted to do is kind of highlight, you know, this this issue identify, you know, what are some of the, the challenges with that? What are some of the costs associated with it? Maybe give a couple strategies to help overcome that. And I'd, I'd love to hear your guys' input on this as well, and how maybe we could help a leader that maybe has an employee or a teammate or set, they're working on a project and they're waiting on someone else. and, the, and the, That person's a procrastinator. So, I mean, it comes off in, in a variety of different ways. And uh, what, I, what I found was that uh, 20% of people Are chronic procrastinators. So one in five are chronic. Like this is like a, it's become such a routine habit, and it and it comes in a variety of different ways. It could be putting off things in your personal life, putting off a doctor's appointment, maybe meeting certain deadlines at work. Maybe it's finishing a report. It's it could be some of those household chores you know around the house, just kind of turn a blind eye to or put off. For for some people, it's putting off, uh, delaying paying their taxes or doing. The the books it, it, from a business perspective, I know a lot of business leaders that have put off the the financial aspect of the business because they just don't like doing the work. Uh, maybe it's putting off a workout. So it comes in a variety of of different ways. And I've also heard that people like I mean, I, I work really good under pressure, so that's that's the argument for doing that, right? But I think it's a common fallacy and it's a limiting belief, and it's costing you more than you than you realize. And uh, there's a uh, there's an article or a, not an article, but a, a little story, a parable from uh, ESOP uh, that I referenced was the, the ants and the grasshopper. And just a quick summary. It's summertime. The ants are working really hard to prepare for the upcoming winter. Winter's coming and uh, they're harvesting the food because they need to survive the winter and they're, they're working as a team because they're a colony. Uh, But the grasshopper comes by and he's like, "What are you guys doing? It's it's beautiful weather." I just he's singing and dancing. He's making fun of the ants, but the ants just kind of keep doing what they're doing. They're harvesting, preparing for winter, and uh, the grasshopper comes by day after day, singing, dancing, making fun of them because it's beautiful out and they're working so hard. Winter's so far away. Like, why, why are you doing that now? But as the seasons change from summer to fall and then finally winter, the grasshopper comes to the ants, shivering, hungry. And uh, he's knocking on the, the, the ants' door like, hey, can you guys take me in? I, I need some shelter. I need some, I need some food. And the ants look at him with astonishment like, dude, what have you been doing all summer? Like, where's the food you've been storing for winter? Haven't you prepared? And the grasshopper was whining. I was so busy making music that before I knew it, summer was gone. And this is kind of where the, the, the story gets kind of dark. The ants shrugged their shoulders in disgust. Making music, well, now you can dance. And they turn their back on the grasshopper and he's left to starve and ultimately die. So that's a children's story, by the way, that's kind of how dark they used to be back in the day to teach lessons. But, but the, the lesson is, is this putting things off will kill you. And maybe that's kind of harsh, but it is, it may not be killing you, but, but it is costing you in, in a variety of different ways. And procrastination causes higher levels of stress because you're waiting till the last minute to get critical things done. Uh, because of that stress, People that uh, tend to procrastinate uh, have more frequent illnesses because of the stress. They tend to have financial complications. They tend to have strained relationships because you're, you're aggravating everyone around you. And it ultimately impacts the efficiencies in your organization. And it's probably costing you some form of, uh, of revenue. So the costs are, are significant. And so those were some of the, the the talking points, or some of the things that, that the cost associated with uh, with procrastination.
0: So where do you guys stand on procrastination? Then, Are you, do you catch yourself procrastinating? How do you how do you know it? When, you, when do you tend to do it? How do you fix it? What what's uh, what does procrastination mean to you in your world? Yeah, it's simple for me.
2: Um, really simple. Um, uh, I will procrastinate on things that I don't want to do and and I will do everything else first. So a huge one for me is schoolwork. Uh, now I'm in the master's program like I talked about, and you know, like today is gonna be heads down, except for you know, the football game. Um, and I know that that's part, that's just it's kind of how I operate. and it's not that part's not killing me. But I will tell you, and Jay, you you mentioned it, I think it's the biggest thing for me. It's the stress portion, right? Mm-hmm. That's the part that I'm like, oh, I know I got to get it. And I I whiteboard it up and make my boxes. And, you know, can I check off enough? And, um, you know, the more the more orange Xs for me I have, the, the better I feel at the end of the day that I have gotten done. Um, and I think I, I'm, when, when we come back around, I want to talk about the difference between what I looked at was prioritizing as I've grown up versus procrastination. But uh, I think the biggest thing, for anyone is stress, right? I think that's the biggest piece of it all and how that weighs on you when you procrastinate of, I know I got to get it done. I know it's still out there. It's hanging out there. It's just that, you know, we always talk about low hanging fruit and you try to get them done. And sometimes people need to get on a roll like, Hey, I'm going to get one thing done and one thing done and let it snowball effect up. Like that's great too. But at the end of the day, the biggest snowball you're going to ever make that is that last one that you're waiting on because you didn't want to do it right away. And that's still always going to be there. And so for me, it, it affects me, which is not, not bad, but it's damn, I know I got to get that done type of a deal. And that's that stress piece. So,
1: yeah, it usually comes uh, with some type of pain. We we will naturally avoid pain uh, and seek pleasure. And that pain comes in a variety of, of, of different ways. But once that, uh, once once the deadline looms, and then that's where we talk about high performance, the drive for necessity. Well, that drive for necessity, because there's probably something associated with like if you got a paper and you're procrastinating, it's because you've got the deadline. And now it's like, OK, now it's showtime. I don't have any any more time left. I need to get the grade so I can pass the course. Now I'm going to do what I got to do to get through it. And then we try to get through it. And it, it usually it's, it's usually not our best work. It, it's often more rushed. And, uh, but, but one of the, the primary reasons we do that is to avoid the pain.
0: Yeah. And it's, um, it's, and I wanted to just kind of call out that we've been talking about here is the feeling of just getting it done versus the feeling of the, the you stress versus di- distress, right? Like when we <laughs> get it done, you feel good, you know, there's that, there's that positive feeling from it. And then there's the, the distress of the linger and, and you're right, man. It's like, you don't want to do it because we're afraid of the pain of going through it, man. I'm i I'm a staller, man. When I catch myself stalling. I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. You know yeah. And and then there's a, this damn thing, you know, what what yeah, a yeah. perfect little stall engine, you know, right here in my pocket. So, um, but yeah, I try to call myself out on it. Mm-hmm. I, I catch myself stalling. I know I'm procrastinating trying to drag my feet a little bit, but what are some, what are some things Jay that we could do to kind of beat? i
2: love how you call it stalling instead of just calling it procrastinating because you're actually but i'm like, stalling no i you're mean deflecting like i'm, I'm literally <laughs> like
0: on my way to do something like you know look man i even like I'll use a simple one like workouts like right now running like to walk outside and run in 20 degree weather and i know i when i want my feet on that street and man i'll be I think I should probably go to the bathroom one more time. You know, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. Am I do I got enough clothes on. What's what's the temperature really going to be? What's it yeah. say now? You know, um, you know, I, I'll just catch myself stalling, but, <laughs> but I'm talking like, cause there's procrastination where you're putting something off, but then there's like, the, to me, it's like, even the stallings, like mini procrastination. I'm like, like putting off, like getting going, you know, yeah. just, I don't know. So, okay, I've, I've I got a
1: list of uh, reasons here. So let me, let me rattle through this list and, Think about as I read this list, think about yourself. And then for those listening, think about maybe members of your team because you can identify these things and maybe you can help coach them. Uh, and That'll that'll help us out with some of the strategies going ahead. So the first one is just just forgetting. You're just forgetting. Well, that, that's forgetting is just really poor time management skills. You're probably not using a calendar. You're probably not taking notes. Uh, so forgetting uh, not wanting to do something. They just don't like the tasks that could be associated with low morale, uh, not knowing what needs to be done. That's that's lack of communication and, and, and leadership, uh, not knowing how to do something. That's lack of training or expertise, uh, not caring if it gets done or not. That's low motivation and morale. I've certainly had <laughs> things where where I was somebody was relying on me to do something. And I just didn't care, uh, not feeling like it or just being in the mood. Once again, low morale uh, habit of waiting until the last minute. That's just poor time management skills, um, lacking the initiative. Uh, low motivation, low morale, uh, blaming sickness or poor health, and that's just waited until the last minute. Have you ever waited till the last minute, then something happened, like you got sick, <laughs> and then you maybe uh, di- didn't you you missed the deadline. Um, waiting for the right moment that- that's tied in with perfectionism, uh, needing time to think about the task, overanalyzing. analyzing, uh, delaying one task in favor for working on another prioritization. And then uh, organizational roadblocks. So I've been. Have you ever been in an organization with a lot of red tape and roadblocks? So you are just like, oh, I don't even want to deal with that because of the whole myriad of things you're going to have to jump through. Um, and then once again, believing that you just work better under pressure. That's just the bad habit of, you know, incorporating procrastination in your life and relying on it.
0: <laughs> it yeah, that's one of the lies you're telling yourself, right? Like it's yeah. it's it's part of your avoidance tactics, right? And you're just saying, yeah, yeah, but if I wait till last minute, I'll get it done better because I work better under pressure. Like no. Yeah, yeah, you're you're lying. You're lying.
2: go so go back to procrastinate or for, go back to prior, prioritization.
1: Uh, which one to say prioritization? It was uh, let's see here. So the reason why we procrastinate is because we prioritize. We 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 don't prioritize the right thing, or we're, we don't do it well.
0: Or or okay. we we uh, give a higher weighted value to low priority items to avoid the higher priority. Yeah. Items.
1: Well, I I don't
0: delaying one task in favor of working on another.
2: Mm -hmm. That's a skill. Like, so that's the other part I wrote about this, right? Is that when you're, when you're a leader and you're growing as a leader, learning to prioritize is one of the most important, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. one of the most important things you can do as a leader, because you get, it avoids the distractions. it, it, It brings clarity into what, into what you're doing. And so I, I could see how people could use it as a as a vehicle for procrastination, saying, "I I don't want to go handle that because there's something else that I think has to be done," and and I can I've used it negatively myself, like right when I have to do homework, my wife will know you got you got homework, don't you? Yeah, how'd you know? Because mm-hmm. the entire <laughs> house is clean. You just did the garage. Like every other thing will get done before, right? That was was waiting on to, before to do that, but. I, I want to call that piece out because i I just think that that is a that is not an excuse for procrastination. That is a skill set that is a needed skill set to pri- uh, you know prioritizing things because you can you can leave all the distractions behind. You can understand when things don't re- need your full attention for stuff. There's definitely a reason. but but I can see once you learn that, how you can also use it as an excuse for yourself to procrastinate yeah. by saying, uh, that's just not important for me right now, right? Because sometimes that's right, and sometimes that's wrong. So, I, I, I yeah, I, that's a fine line for me, and it's a, definitely a learned skill set to pr- prioritization. Yeah. So,
1: that's why I wanted—I I created the list and I tied like something like, what, what is the, the kind of the root cause or one of the one of the few root causes of that? How could you address that? And, um, and, and you know, that will help you also if you have a team member that is also struggling with that. You know, maybe you can get to the root of that and help coach them through that. Because it happens to so many people.
2: Yeah, I think we see that all the time where, and I have before, where people were like, okay, why are you doing that? Well, you told us to do that first, right? And I I learned it the hard way when we first made Chief. They're like, we want a bar built in this Chief's mess. And so that night we stayed up all night and did that. And they were like, why are you, why did you do that? There was 20 other things to do that wasn't going to get built for another seven months. Why did you guys do all these plans? And We were like, ah, that was... That instantly learning about prioritization, about what yeah. was, what was, and being able to tell people, I'll oh, we'll get to that when we get to that because that's not important right now. So.
1: And I've been in a lot of organizations where everything was a priority, and and then so you do, you have yeah. team members working on all sorts of things, and and not the the main things aren't getting done. Uh, not everything is a priority, and it is a skill. Absolutely. Yep.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, what can we do about it, Jay? What's a
1: yeah. Well, one thing you can do is you can come to my session on Tuesday because what <laughs> focal points is all about helping you develop Zing. that skill and that muscle of uh, prioritization. Right. But really, I, I think step number one is self-awareness, right? Are, do, what? Which of these things um, happens to you? Cause I would suspect it probably happened to all of us. I mean, Dale, you just talked about yourself. I mean, I, I certainly do it. Um, uh, so what, what, what areas are you? Then I've got a a short list of like the types of procrastinators. There's the perfectionist who puts off puts off things due to fear of of not looking perfect. Um, The overdoer, the one that takes on too much, spends too much time and doesn't manage their time well. There's the crisis maker, the one that believes that the work makes them they, they work better under pressure. The dreamer, they put off tasks because they're not good at paying attention to detail, and they're just kind of drifting and thinking about everything else. The worrier, this is the person that puts off things due to fearing the unknown, prefers prefers the known, would rather suffer in the known versus trying to do mm-hmm. something that, that, that for the unknown. And then the defier, the person that just doesn't like to be told what to do, so they just put it off. And so, which which one of those do you tend to fall fall under? Um, one strategy that I like to employ that really helps me is identifying, like, what are my top three projects? We only have so much bandwidth and high performers tend to pile on so much. So what are the things that you're working on? And I like to break things down into five. What are, so identify my projects and then I want to enumerate them. Try not to have more than three major projects at a time. So one, two, and three. And then charting out the next five moves. Like What are the next five chess moves in this particular project or task? It could be a big task. Maybe it, it could be a small task. It could be a big project. could be something small. But what are the next five moves so you can see the finish? And if we can see the finish line and see that we're making progress, it helps us just kind of stay on top of the project. And that enables us to help put up some more boundaries because, you know, if someone is asking you to do something else, it's like, no, I'm, I'm still, I'm focused on this and I'm I'm touching this project on a day-to-day basis because sometimes life happens or other commitments come up and we kind of lose touch with what we're doing and we end up doing a bunch of other stuff. And so just identifying the task and just charting the next five moves, it sounds super simple and it is, but it's incredibly effective to keep you on task.
0: Yeah, no, it's freaking. Really, I mean, it's good. And, and and part of big of big thing of what we do is just that it's awareness, right? Like without that, these lists and kind of, definitions and understanding right like sometimes maybe we're some some folks out there aren't calling themselves out on it right like even like the defier piece like when when have you had like a poor leader or whatever that you just like defy you know the the work you need to do just cause, just just to be that defier as an example it's a so, so, you know, what, what was GI Joe? No, one's half the battle, you know, it's like we're learning about what procrastination is and, you know, how it shows up. And, and, mm-hmm. you know, so I think, I think it's a, you know, great, great topic to, uh, to drag out on the carpet here, so to speak.
1: Uh, and and one more tip, you know, and, and, I think it's really advancement of your, of your to-do list, right? A lot of people are really good at just, you know, brain dumping a bunch of tasks, but the the next level of that is really you know taking those tasks and and putting them in the little buckets and a method that I learned that's super simple that really works is the A B and C method. A is like your critical tasks that have to get done within the next 24 hours or there's serious consequences. These are the the uh, the, the things that have to get done. B is more like they they need to get done. There, there's a sense of urgency there. More like you know probably like. Uh, 48, 72 hours before there's a repercussion. They will, if if left unchecked, they will become an A task. And then you've got your C tasks. These are the nice to do things that they're not critical, uh, but they but they need to get done, you know. So uh and, and being able to enumerate look, a, 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 take a task, make your list. This is A1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, B1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, C1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, and working that list and attaching time to it and putting that time block into your into your calendar. If you don't do that, then what happens is you got a paper, you got the, it's a Sunday, it's a football game, and uh, the house is a mess. And, uh, you know, the the no crap thing that has to get done is the paper, but we end up watching the football game or we clean the house and the wife's commenting on how wonderful the, the clean the house is. And then we end up rushing at the last minute because we did CBA. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't, I don't clean the house. So it doesn't matter. It's not, I I pick up the house all week, but deep cleaning is not, it's just, we haven't. Um, and I, I'm fine. I know exactly. I'm good. I think, I think a big thing to your steps. I do Boulder. I do big rock, little rock pebbles, right? Same thing. Mm-hmm. ABC. Um, I think, I think what's really important to take from that from people who maybe don't do any of it. Right. Is if you don't have a list, write your list first, right? Mm-hmm. Like make sure that you just prioritize a list and that can be on a piece of paper and, and make your check boxes. And if that's your start, great, right? Your next step. And I think it's to your point is then, and, and this is where I think it's really important, right? And you, you talked about this and I think we all, we all know this. Almost everybody's invo- high performers are always involved in multiple things. Right. And if you're, and that's just maybe in a job, right. Or in jobs or in whatever, Now add life to it, like so there's a schedule of kids and having to do all kinds of stuff, right? And I think why it's really important, why I take from that, Jay, what you talked about and why it's important for me is because there there will be interruptions. And even if I set time aside like I would plan to, like a 16-year-old, a 14-year-old and a 6-year-old give absolutely no care about what i've written on my board or my schedule right and so i can only do so much and i think why it's important is because it's actually a refocusing tool is what i use it as right so i can go back and go okay i just had the helmet fire that i put out i just had to go and you know drop something off at the school before and now i come back and go let me refocus myself how do i do that now i can go back and look at the checklist I can go back and look at the actual one through five within each one and say, "Okay, got it back on task of where I was and where I dropped off. I think that because then what always happens, and I think we've all find this with procrastination, is you'll find another you'll find another thing. Right down the rabbit hole. If, if you've ever written a paper and you've gone down the wiki Wikipedia rabbit hole, where you're like, oh, I'm reading on something that I know I can't use anyways," but now I click on something else and I'm like, "Ooh, let me find out." Ooh, ooh, and life just happens like that. And so I yeah. think what to your point, being able to just one, if you don't do lists, start off with a simple one, two, and, and start marking those off, then migrate to this next level, which is what this really was about, which is like migrate to your next level, where now you have a refocusing tool for yourself, which I said, th- which I, that's how I use mine. Right. Cause there's, again, we can't, we could can say all we want in a perfect world, but dude, we're all, you know, yeah. I know we all have children here, multiple children here and you know, they, you know, servant leaders as we are as a father's, it, it, they take priority when they need to take priority. So
1: Yeah. Uh, You know, if you're listening to this and watching us, you're obviously someone that is getting after it and probably taking on a lot. And I think what we need to do is we tend to be overambitious with our time and try to take on so much. And we need to give ourselves a little bit of grace and give ourselves a little bit of buffer. Having that buffer time, that's something I learned from uh, the 12-week year, that putting those buffer times in there uh, has been a game changer for me. And it keeps me from over... I still tend to do it, but I'm far better at it than I used to be.
0: Yeah, for sure. No, great, great topic, guys, and I'm excited to get rolling on this week here. So, uh, yeah, that said, like, look, look for the sessions this week. Reach out. Um, we'll this is be a this is an article out on the website. We'll probably have a lecture on it in the library as well. So uh, please uh, check it out and check out the other things we have going on. Reach out and let us know if we can help you in any way, shape, or form. If you're a business owner, organizational leader, or just Trying to get better. You know, that's what we are. We're a growth agency for leaders. So, uh, check the article online, check out the website, follow us on all the different socials. And, gents, thanks for being here today. Looking forward to it. Sounds good. See you. Thanks. Take care, guys. Appreciate it.